Welcome to Moros Podcast, an open platform to share what's on your mind. Check out our website, moralspodcast.weebly.com to see our listening list, blogs, and more. And with that said, welcome to episode 26 of Moros Podcast. I am your host, Moral Truth. Today's guest we have for today, he was our very first guest of Moros Podcast. You've, you may have seen him from episode one, none other than Panzutank. Hey, uh, it's me. I've come back after a very long break. Yeah, after over oh, uh, one and a half years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's man. How's wild. it been, dude? A lot of things have happened in between, like the setup from everything. Like back then, when we first recorded the episode, I do remember I was in a very small room in Belgium. Mm-hmm. And since then, like right now, I've even switched countries since then. So now I'm actually in the UK uh, following university courses for games animation. So we can say that I've gotten the best time of my life right now. So I'm pretty happy about everything. How about All you? right, that's that's good, man. Yeah, recently, um, I um going back to a university. Yeah, I'm like commuting there, so it's like a couple of hours like to get there, like by bus and train. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, I try to do my best. Have on my classes, like like on a couple of days, so I can have like a couple of days off. So yeah, at the time of this recording, it's like a Wednesday, so like I'm off, and that end Mondays, yeah. so. Yeah, it gives me some time off to like work on stuff and to do anything else that I want to do. Yeah, I've noticed that you still like, I'm very impressed by how you changed everything up. Like compared to the first podcast and the one I, I did watch some of them. I can't say I did watch every single one like religiously, but you have done like a really good change. There hasn't been a step back that you've taken from all those podcasts. So it's like, it's going for like a good, good time. Yeah, yeah, I remember it was just, like, just the icons of, like, me and my guests and such, and then it would have, like, the mm-hmm. Discord overlay where it just shows who's talking, and then I feel like, okay, maybe it's better if, you know, it's more interactive, you know, if I just use yeah. the um, webcams and then have, like, a different overlay you know, as well. Yeah, you did, yeah. A, you did a great job, so congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, thank you, man. I wanted to go more, like, with a, like a, like a minimalist kind of look to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not nothing too complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in case if my listeners don't know you, why don't you talk a bit about yourself, about um, what you do? Uh, so, alongside my studies, uh, I am doing Twitch on the side. So, I did try YouTube uh, back when we were talking together, and I decided to make a big jump on Twitch instead, realizing that not editing your videos on YouTube is not a good idea. Nope. <laughs> so, nope, not at all. It's like, oh, I'm just going to post my four-hour playthrough there and hope that I'm getting those views and it's never going to happen. And yeah, I've been doing Twitch for, well, I was doing it a lot back when I was, um, when I started it. And then we had like all the moving, so from Belgium to the UK. And I can say that like the last four months around that, I've been taking it really seriously. Like I've I've been doing, well, seriously. Like I'm putting my time in it. I'm setting up schedules. I'm trying to have something solid set up for people to enjoy. So yeah, I've been only doing Twitch on right now. I do have very small video projects on the side, but not enough for me to talk about it. But besides that, it's just focus on my studies. And I might even include my studies in uh, streams because it's games animation. So people might be interested seeing me jiggling around a sack of potatoes. (laughs) Yeah, that would be something interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember um, I was watching, you know, one of the other um, folks from YouTubers. Uh, I think it was Boots to the Max. I think he was doing, mm-hmm. like, editing on live stream. Like, he was editing, like, League of Legends videos. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, editing, um, like, like doing, like, game animations on a live stream. That, that's pretty good. It's like a win-win, I would say. Yeah, it's, it's even, like, luckily enough, I'm in a field of studies where showcasing that is not a problem. And at the same time, it also helps because I know that on Twitch, there are like streamers that are only doing that kind of stuff. And it helps me in so many ways, like from people watching you, telling you what you're doing wrong and up to them to even get help from you, which is way rarer. And then even maybe if you're lucky, a developer looks into it and is like, oh, you're doing some hefty work. Let me let me hit you up in the DMs and see what I can 
what I can get from you and if we can have something going on. So it's really cool. Like there are a lot, like integrating my studies in Twitch is a possibility that I exactly will be doing really soon because it's something I really want to see happening. All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You never know if a developer might hit you up or something. Yeah. Who knows if they're yeah. like, looking for an animator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chances are low, but I can't. Yeah, you happen. never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wanted to go ahead and dive in straight to um, what we're going to talk about today. Um, it's a little bit of a sensitive topic. Uh, we're going to talk about um, what happened recently with um, what happened at the Jacksonville landing. So, yeah, I was like looking at stuff on Twitter like around that day. I was like, I don't know, I was just reading through tweets like something. This thing like came up on my feed like on the trending thing like oh shooting at least four people a day I'm like oh darn really like something happened like at a like an esports event like like I didn't expect something like that to happen because I figured maybe gaming was like a way you know like like to stay away from that kind of stuff you know and to just you know be together with like a group of people and then you know just have a good time you know I I didn't expect like something like that was gonna happen it was, it's quite shocking. Yeah, I've seen some of it. I'm just trying to look right now. Did they actually like like that was a Madden event from uh, EA, if I'm not mistaken? I think I'm so. Actually yeah. Won- yeah, I'm actually wondering. Did they was the event live streamed? Yeah, it was on uh, it was not, on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, not the 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 thing that happened. Well, the shooting that happened. Yeah, probably it was not, like a, but... a couple of clips of that of of that. Yeah, I'm not gonna show it because you know it's yeah it's yeah, too graphic. It's you know, I mean it sounds like too. But yeah, graphic. it's uh, I'm actually torn apart by it. It's uh, well, I mean every shooting has always been something absolutely horrible, but it seems that this one, as for me being in the UK, um, like. The school shootings are horrible, but it's the very first time I've heard a like a shooting uh, occur in a gaming event. Yeah, same here. Like I, I've never heard about something happening like that at TwitchCon or at PAX East or PAX whatever or EGX. So it's kind of crazy for me to see something that hits like way closer home because that's a thing I'm working in as an industry and as like a passion and hobby. So it was like me. Uh, when I did first heard about it, it was through a tweet from Boogie2988 because I heard like, wow, something happened. Uh, it's the first time like it happens in a gaming event. So he he kept saying exactly what I just said now. And it's like, it hits close to home. It is speechless to just think about it. So I, even myself, like next, next month, like in September, I will be heading to EGX in Birmingham, which is like an event I, I've been going on well, now that I'm trying to go on every year. And um, I always had that kind of fear that something horrible would happen. But now that it happened just that recently, I just kind of feel a bit more aware of the situation and just like, will it happen where I'm going? So, yeah. But what caused it? What that It wasn't like a terrorist attack, right? It was uh, a participant that did go on a... a on a rampage isn't it yeah i like i like i listened to like the quick like the twitch clip and it was like like several gunshots but um mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't sure about the, the motive of that but yeah I mean, it's just horrible to see something like that i'm i was i was even sure there was like security you know on that in that event like i'm some people were saying that there wasn't any security some say that that they were i wasn't quite sure about that yeah it, it it was, yeah, it, again, it's something that, I mean, obviously, gaming events never were immune from shootings. Like, nothing is immune of shooting in most regards. Well, there probably are a few examples where you're absolutely safe forever, but it just, it, it just, no one expected it, but it had to happen at some point because it, it was just on a ticking clock. So it's, yeah. I don't really know how to react about all that. It's it's really really drastic. Yeah, I was also recently watching um Sir Jeffrey's video. I can go ahead and link that in the show notes. But he was mm-hmm. talking about um about that event, and then he was talking about you know he was talking a bit about mental health as well, you know, about how that could play a role in tragedies such as that. 
And, yeah. you know, that kind of spoke out to me because, you know, I feel like some people um, these days, you know, don't take like mental health seriously. And it is much yeah. more serious than what people think. Yeah, it's it. Um, I'm not going to be like, I know everything about mental health, but I know I, I've been affected uh, in like mental situations. Um, I, I do know I'm not having the best of mental states uh, out there. Yeah, at times me as well. Everything yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just that us being very aware of it is already a big step towards it. And then us acting on it is even better because we work on making it better. So like me, for example, like I'm going to bring it from why I ever started streaming. It was to basically open up. If I was to go on one of my very first videos I did on YouTube, which was uh, the very first episode when Watch Dogs 2 released, I was stuck in a can. Like, I, I didn't dare speaking, commentary didn't really come out. So there was a lot of things that made it a bad video. But for me, it was like, I take the first step. I need to open up and feel, like, more open on, on well, with speaking. And I'm pretty sure we can, like, link it to your very first podcast. When I was there, I'm pretty sure I wasn't. People, if people remember that episode or go watch it now, they will probably maybe see a big difference in character and just in terms of, Tonate like intonation and everything. Right. Yeah, that'll be on the show notes as well. But yeah, yeah, mm, yeah a huge difference. Yeah, you you sound more you know confident and like in high <laughs> speak. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that yeah. ever since the, the first you. episode. But yeah, it's it's me- mental health is something that um, it, it's pretty crazy because uh, we all know that mental health is a very big problem but a lot of people are either affected by it and try to work for it others do not feel like they need the help like to be honest i felt like i never needed help for my mental state until like two years ago when i realized i was like i need to see someone i need to fix this and Mm -hmm. i will slowly work towards that and now i'm seeing people and I'm interacting socially outside of my room, and I'm just trying to do way more out of my day. So it, it's helping me. But it's like, I know that some people uh, may have a poor mental state, but I, there are reasons. Well, there are probably no valid reasons of why the guy had a justification of why he should have shot people. But mental health was may have been an issue in it. But I, right. I just wonder if it's just not his overall... Uh, ways of interacting with everything which may have affected it yeah yeah um i had like issues with like mental health like for me personally like there was like moments when i was going through mental health issues like um back you know in my childhood and then i was afraid you know to ask for help because i felt like you know people weren't gonna take me seriously or people gonna just tell me oh just ignore you know the bullies and all that and then you know I, i finally you know reached out to my school counselor that was like during middle school so like around mm-hmm. like grade six grade seven you know that's like great. in the uk and whatnot and you yeah. know really gave me like a different perspective on you know mm-hmm. on being bullied and all that you know like years from yeah. now it's probably not even gonna matter but you know like those events you know it made like it made me think that oh like i surpassed that and yeah you know i mean i'm still I mean, going through like mental health stuff now but you know, it's it's a work in progress, like for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's one thing that's great about that is that you took care of it very early on. But there's one thing I want to press on people that feel like they are well, that feel and know as well that they may be affected by me- like mental issues. It's gonna be weird, but some people do not like to talk about it with their parents, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I get why in some cases, but I urge people to do talk with their parents about it. They're not going to be like psychologists, like the people you actually need therapists and stuff. But making the situation aware for your parents or your family and your surroundings, but family most importantly, is going to probably help you a lot as well because your parents are what you have closest to you. Uh, Even if you don't feel like it, it's true. You can't really change about it, but... Yeah, yeah, they're your family. You know, you guys are supposed to love each other unconditionally. So yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, my my issue was that 
when I talked about it with my mom, she was very aware of it. She knows about it. She knows that I have big anxiety issues in some cases. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I've spoke with my parents. Yeah. I mean, mostly my mom. I, she was more supportive, you know, for me yeah. compared to my father. Yeah. Yeah, my father was, and I, I'm pretty sure he's out of it now because I'm I'm way less uh, stuck. Well, I'm going to call it stuck. Uh, right, for right, that one. right. I get you. But yeah. before that, my father was kind of denying the idea that, oh, my son has a mental uh, mental Ill illness issue, uh, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But he, he was denying it. But that was that was pretty hard for me. But my mom knew about it, so it was like fifty percent of the the job done. Uh, and as, as well, they were like a separated, divorced family. So when I was at my mom's place, she was fully aware of it, and we worked around it and everything. We prepared and helped me through it. So everything is going perfectly now. But I'm just. Again, like there's a very big line to cross in mental, like in mental, sorry, in mental illness. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, oh, I'm super angry and I'm going to, I don't know, hit my desk once and it's going to hurt my hand or I'm going to pull out a gun and shoot contestants. There's a very big line yeah, between most that definitely. I feel. Because that is like directly you taking something priceless out of someone and it's them living. And uh, I just don't, I can't be in his head, but there, there has had to be something more that people could have realized uh, even before he ever got into the tournament or, well, the event itself. Right. So I, I'm mm -hmm. not saying that people around him caused it as well, but I'm pretty sure there was something that could have been done for him. He should have acted on getting himself, well, fixed, if you want yeah, to call it that. He could have, like, seek um, no help. You, know, you shouldn't. Yeah. Be, yeah. Should never be Definitely. afraid to to ask for help. Like there's like mm -hmm. a lot of resources, um, out there. Yeah. I, I I felt like based on that situation, I felt like he was going through something personal, like himself. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I, I felt like it was that that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it might like sometimes when we struggle with like like mental health, sometimes it gets to the extent where we have our emotions, you know, govern our decisions and then we do stuff without even thinking of the consequences and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I could, I could kind of see it like, like that. I know there's other ways you could see it, like just other perspectives, but that's like one of them. Um, I could see it with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can get that. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of resources out there. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help. Just talk with someone that you trust. It could be your parents. It could be your closest friend. It could be somebody else. But yeah, just mm -hmm. know that uh, you're not alone. There's other people out yeah. there that go through um, mental health illnesses as well. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, I get that. I'm just wondering now how the news media is going to intercept all that because you know having that having happened. Um, I'm feeling like the media is going to probably... Well, a part of the media will be blaming video games for his mental state. They, there's mm. like no no, uh, no chance they're not going to jump on the idea. But I... In some cases, I may dare say that some video games... Well, some people may be reacting to video games differently, and I'm going to take my little brother uh, as an example. He didn't do anything like drastic either, but his reaction when playing games and like that that little that that little devil went into Fortnite and I did not expect that. <laughs> uh, he's way too young to play Fortnite and he's one like it happened to him. I'm like, oh no. That that's a thing. I ended and up uninstalling gets... it. It was too much for me. <laughs> yeah, Wait, sorry, well, I have my yeah, sorry. I have a long story with Fortnite I'm not gonna dwindle in because I'm gonna bet get stuck for years in it. But his reaction in like uh, meeting an enemy, having to fight him, facing him, losing, winning, his reactions are like 500% above expectations. Like, it's not a, hey, I did it. It's a big scream, I did it, run around the room, and then scream at my mom, I did it. It's, <laughs> it's like very, very active. It's like, it's like mom, get yawn. the camera. <laughs> mom! <laughs> I did a, a thing, I built a turret and I jumped down it and didn't die. And it's like, wow, amazing. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. but when he loses, it's the same. Like He's very angry about it as well. So he gets very easily frustrated very easily. 
it, when playing video games while i'm here sitting like playing people are gonna hate me saying that i'm playing league of legends and like when i lose okay sometimes if it's really like getting in my, in my nerves i will hit the desk once but that's my limit it's like yeah, I, had, I had a similar experience heaven. yeah with with that game yeah. with league of legends as well and you know i ended yeah. up uninstalling the uh i think around 2015 i think cause i started playing it mm -hmm. more like 2013 i would say 2012 2013 that's when i started yeah. i think that was around season three but mm -hmm. yeah you know i stopped playing that you know it wasn't worth you know being frustrated you know yeah. over over a game you know it just wasn't worth it yeah for me but Maybe. yeah going back to what you were saying about um about video games and violence i was gonna bring up um crime or gaming's video about yeah. about that yeah but that was a pretty interesting video which i will also link in the show notes mm. yeah i did i did browse over it because i i was pretty busy on was it on Tuesday that it released it? I think or it was, was like it a Monday. I don't know. It was sometime. I think Monday or Tuesday at the time of yeah, this recording. Yeah, it's like mo Monday. Monday uploads. The, that's what they have usually, I think. But yeah, uh, I, I browsed over it because it's like I, I've seen uh, in my own like in my own experience, I've seen way too many videos that are like oh, video games violent because there was like any other shooting or any other like drastic event that relates. Like when a new GDA comes out, that's when like everybody just pushes all their documents. Are video games dangerous for X and Y reasons? And I, I really quickly browsed over it, but they, they do have fair points. But I, I'm still very strong in the idea that it's not video games that are making it people violent. Is that video games are in a way a catalyst? that reacts on people and that may make them violent, but that's because that's in them. It's like people consume video games and because they consume it, it makes them angry, but it's not because the video game is violent that they get violent. It's because they have something in them that makes them want to do it. Yeah, that yeah. Was complicated I, to say. No, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's not the, per, it's not <laughs> the game that's causing them to yeah. act a certain way is what's inside of them themselves yeah and, and the video extent. game is bringing that out but it's like them having that will that anger built up and video games may realize it i would say just that making you angry in a video game will often come because you're bad or you're just very frustrated by how the game is handled so it's not because you're enjoying playing through doom that you're going to go out with a chainsaw and start ripping everybody up it's not going to be nearly as fun Right, or just going around a sausage gym, hopping from wall to wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, you know. I was thinking, I mean, of, that. Like I was thinking of the other it. video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I didn't think they would, like, do, like, some sort of meme kind of video, like, the first minute in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, I'm I'm very confused by this, because I didn't expect, knowing Moriarty to, to an extent, like, not too much, but... I'm, I didn't expect like memes in his video because he's, I, I see his content as being way more serious when he does like his stuff. So seeing memes for the first minute kind of threw me off. It's like, is he is he taking? I was like cracking. That was like the best moment of that video. He's like, look at this dude. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I don't even want to make you spit what you're drinking. But <laughs> don't worry about it. But yeah, um, it is. It, it was unexpected and it was kind of welcoming in a way but I, it's not that I, i'm like a moriarty video always has memes in it it's like no it has sometimes it's very it's very the case he just put that in just to surprise his viewers and it worked usually you wouldn't yeah, see worked. that yeah it's also probably one of the videos that they have the most angry comments on because oh boy <laughs> oh yeah yeah that one had like much yeah. more dislikes mm -hmm. oh yeah people were not too glad about all of that but yeah, but yeah, yeah I would say definitely video games. That, yeah, going back to that, I don't think that's like the cause for violence. Like I would say that for sure. Yeah, they posed a question mm -hmm. like, "Oh, would you let your would you let your child play? You know, like let's say like Grand Theft Auto or something, or you, would you let mm -hmm. them like play football?" And if you say if you say yes to one over the other, why? Or yeah, um, yeah. That was I mean, there's a very responses in the com into the of that video. Mm -hmm. There's a very good point I can I might want to bring up. That is my point, so maybe it's not that good. But I feel no, no, like the, fine. Age, Go ahead. Yeah. the age rating 
uh, on video games starts to fall apart very easily because I, I, I don't think that they explained well enough to parents. And I mean, the upcoming generation will be way more aware about like letting kids play video games in general because I know what Doom is, I know what GDA is, I know what Final Fantasy is, I know what Splatoon is and all that, I know Nintendo mm. games. I, you know, not, to me, not everything is Mario with different costumes. But right, right. <laughs> it, it's like right now I'm seeing, like I'm going to a game shop next to me uh, very commonly and I see kids like, well, Fortnite is something I'm just forgetting about because that's, yeah, that's, mm. a, that's a different Same. dimension entirely. <laughs> but kids buying like Call of Duty games and etc. And then also some of them buying Pokemon. It's like, yeah, my kid plays Pokemon. It's, a, it's a, I think like Piggy Free? It's like Peggy for Ear and Earrib, I think. And I it's know, like, but oh, we don't talk about Pokemon Go, by the way. That's not a real Pokemon game. <laughs> That's just my no, opinion. No, no, <laughs> I mean, like, any Pokemon on the... Um, yeah, right, like, like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, et cetera. Yeah, or yeah the, it's like, the, oh, mm-hmm. it's for free. You're free and above. And it's like, oh, my kid's free and above. He can play it. And it's like, you give him Pokemon, and he doesn't hecking know what he's doing. It's way too complicated. Well complicated okay you can press a button and maybe hope that that move is going to kill them you don't care about most of the mechanics and that will yeah make you yeah then later on you're gonna be like yeah later on you'll be like oh i hope my pokemon's faster oh i hope this priority yeah. move does enough damage to finish him off oh i hope trick room works oh i hope I, mm-hmm. i'm able to throw a toxic and assuming that other pokemon's gonna switch you know it's, yeah. it gets more like competitive thing because i, I recently uh got back into a pokemon showdown so you know, mm-hmm. I, I got I looked into a little bit of um, competitive battling. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of like how it is with that. But it, it's to me. So for me, it's been very clear now that the age rating is often for the visual content you're having, not the mechanical content. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very much that because my biggest point as well now it's again with my little brother because he, he's he's my guinea pig in terms of like reactions to video games right now. But <laughs> racing games. Oh boy, racing games. It's easy to press the acceleration button and just turn left and right for whatever you want to do. But heck, is it difficult to understand how to turn properly and like just, you know, enjoy and maybe having your chance, not being the last one in every race. Or but fighting the, the shortcuts. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the age rating for it. Like, well, Mario Kart is in, it's in, it's its own beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I grew that, up with a like, Mario Kart sure. Double Dash on the GameCube. Yeah. I still yeah, have it. It's same. fine. I don't have it. Damn it. I have the GameCube right next to us, so I could Yeah, I have my GameCube oh, in the other room it. too. Yeah, but I haven't yeah. touched it in like in ages. <laughs> like I'm right now my in my mind I think of Burnout Paradise because that's an example I've seen a lot. But that's like seven and up. And I can't imagine my brother like right now, like i he's fourteen now. Back then he was already playing like Need for Speed and stuff, and it's like you can't you you're you're not smart enough to well smart enough to understand how mechanics work you you're still in that age rate where you don't care about texts in games so you just skip every text and then you just figure it out yourself which kind of is cool in a way but you will never get as oh fast yeah let's skip it through like the dialogue or do the story yeah. just to go straight to the game yeah yeah i learned it the hard way with paper mario and the thousand year door it's like oh you have to do that and it's like i didn't catch that can you say i still gotta play like, that no. by the way no i got play that sometime yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just mechanically they, they need st- i'm not gonna say oh you people have to rate their games mechanically now like besides the age rating you have to say oh it's for seven and above visually and it's for 20 plus if you want to play it properly yeah that's, like, no, that that's makes it a bit more cool. complicated than what it is yeah because <laughs> it, it's kind of crazy when i'm seeing tournaments uh like tournaments at cons like uh, mcm comic con in london where they had a Fortnite tournament and i saw kids that were like 13 14 winning the first place and i'm like how is that possible like that's kind of crazy but I, I think that's what we're growing into now it's like people like kids that really get into it will win but, yeah, they're probably more mechanically skilled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like having that mechanical rating wouldn't work, but some of those cause people getting frustrated at video games and having a really bad reaction to them. And yeah, having a bad reaction when you're a kid usually leads to the parents being really pissed at it. And well, 
sometimes measures being taken about it like oh you can't play no more because you you sucked at games basically and then the kids get even more frustrated but i'm not saying that that's going to lead to any drastic event but it's like that's how people may react to video games at times just because it's too difficult i haven't seen someone like again like the doom example you're not going to wall hop and just shotgun people because you did good in in doom so there's that yeah, mm-hmm. or swing to another platform like Prince of Persia or something. <laughs> I mean, I'd be impressed if I started seeing like guys with a hood climbing buildings and roaming around. As long as they don't harm everybody or just break houses for it, but that'd be amazing. Like, I'm fine seeing people climbing buildings. That's pretty. Yeah, dope. I'm sorry. I'm just still thinking about that video. It's too funny. But yeah, the name of the video is called. Yeah. Uh, Doom Eternal looks looks awful or something like that. I think yeah, that's it's, what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome in the show notes but yeah that's most that's like the most one of the most funniest videos from crymore in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it was like his closest reaction to it because he did release it i think the same day or the day after QuakeCon, when the gameplay was revealed so that was like very interesting so he had like an instant reaction so you know that his feelings for it are still fresh it's not like he had time to let them like turn around his head a bit and be like, maybe I should let them do that. Maybe that'd be cool. Like I'd be fine with it. And it's like, no, I'm going to give my points straight away, served, not even cooked. I'm just going to give you raw. That sounded very wrong, but yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I think it's a big good time to get into uh, final thoughts. Yeah, you've been in here before. I'm sure you know how how it goes with with final thoughts. We'll basically just talk about you know your final say on um the topics that you know that we mentioned um in the Brought in the podcast. Down. Like your moral of the story, I would say. <laughs> your moral of the story. I like that. And I make uh, that joke every uh, time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, uh, just more of the story. Please seek help. Like it's as basic as it goes. Speak like if you're not there, going to a therapist or any people designated to help you through it. At least talk with it to your parents. I think that it's a big step forward to make people aware of your situation overall. And I'm very sorry, and my heart goes to everybody that's been affected by uh, the events of Jacksonville and people that have seen it on the live stream. That must have been pretty horrifying to just have that event happening, being it when you were in place there or just virtually and yeah that's just stay safe and just remember that not everywhere is too dangerous everything can happen everywhere but it doesn't mean it will happen yeah i I definitely agree with your with your last point there like wherever you go uh you know is it like a, a chance that you know something might happen but it's not guaranteed you know it, it mm-hmm. might happen but you, you never know so you know you gotta be more aware of your surroundings and you know make sure you know you're yeah. you, know, you watch yourself make sure you're safe and yeah always reach out you know, if you need if you need help um there's people mm-hmm. out there there's resources available to you and yeah yeah never be afraid to ask for help you know yeah and there's people but out there who, who care about you you know yeah but it doesn't mean that it's ever, like I'm not saying that the chances are high as well. I don't want to freak people out. I don't want everybody to yeah yeah me neither yeah as well. Mm-hmm. Just like keep living your life. Nothing has to happen in your life. It's not said that in your life you will have to go through it. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah make the best out yeah. of your life. You know. Mm-hmm. You still, never still know. live happily. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, without said, let's actually get into the responses from the previous episode's um, question, and it was um, the following. Let me go ahead and get pop that up on my phone real quick. Ah, okay, yeah, I, I thought I already have it on me, but I guess you know it just closed on my phone. <laughs> oh no! But yeah, um, the previous episode's question was, uh, "Where are your live stream turn-ons and turn-offs?" And then we could talk a little bit about that before we get into the responses. If you, you want to um, respond to that question. Oh, okay, sure. So um, do you want me to answer first, like, as me as a viewer or as me as a streamer? Because I, Either or, I can give you know, whichever works for you, either or is fine. 
uh, to be honest, so far, so my, my live stream viewer, like turn on and turn offs as a viewer has always been that the streamer is very well as what he's doing, um, that he knows, like, I'm not asking him to be the mastermind in the world, but being entertaining is a thing, but you know, we have seen like a lot of personalities and some people really stick and they know what they're talking about and they, they can offer you an enjoyable experience. They can have fun out of everything and they're very inviting. So that's like a big turn on for it. Turn off is that it's going to be a bit weird, but sometimes people just don't care. They just press the play button. Do not matter. Like my green screen is not even set up. Like you look, for example, at my streams back then when my green screen was basically on an angle. So it wasn't doing a green screen at all. So it was just looking horrible. My audio wasn't really going through properly. So it sounded like, like me talking in a tunnel and all those things all gameplay was chunky everything was bad and all those aspects so that was a big turn off uh, for me if i'm seeing streamers doing that and as a streamer a big turn on would be when people actually watch uh, regardless of now and then like if it's while i'm live or if it's after but even more is when people share because this is the magic of smaller scale streamers and YouTubers is when you see someone enjoy your content so much that they share it. And I'm going to make it clear here so that people know it as well. For me, the biggest donation is not money. It is the shareability of stuff. When people share a clip, mm -hmm. for me, it feels like they've granted me a diamond. Even if it's a clip of me spitting cereals because that's out there. <laughs> I, I want to link to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to find it for you for the notes and like other like epic moments, like stuff I did for <laughs> Call of Duty, which like ha went really well when it was shed properly. Like it, that clip blew up. It was like my very first thing waking up in the morning and seeing it. Your clip for World War II is trending. And I'm like, well, how, how did that happen? That's pretty cool. <laughs> and a huge, a huge turnoff is when people come in. And I'm going to sound very dumb saying it, but when they come in and they say it's boring, yeah, yeah, it's boring. Like they just come up to you and they're like, yeah, I'm bored. It's like, yeah, well, it's why are you there then? It's like, why, why are you here telling me you're bored? Like, do you really need to do that? You could just leave. Yeah, you could just <laughs> like, go just, watch I, somebody else. Yeah, I'm just part yeah, of other, I'm just, other streamers out there. <laughs> I'm just really puzzled by the idea of like that person was so bored and had so much of nothing to do that he's like yeah i'm gonna go to someone and tell them i'm bored and just that but yeah that's that's all my turn on turn offs as viewer and streamer yeah those are some interesting ones that that you said yeah like as a streamer i would say like a turn on for me <clears throat> will be like when people like when like a viewer like interacts with me like it doesn't have to be like Oh, like, I mean, they even tell me, you know, if they're just lurking or something, but, mm -hmm. you know, they have a chat with me a bit, you know, and they're just watching or just listening to it. If they're not, like, physically mm -hmm. watching it, you know, like, that that's, like, a, a turn on for me. They don't have to, like, you know, like, they don't have to follow me or anything if they don't want to, yeah. or they don't have to just chat. You know, as long as they're, like, lurking, you know, that's that's good enough for me. They don't even have to donate, you know. Like, I know I yeah, have, they like, don't a, have. Mm -hmm. I'd Speaking even ask people to donate, generic. even though I have a link like down there. Like I'd even ask, you know. Mm -hmm. you know yeah, asking there. for asking for donations never works. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> that'll be like a turn off there. <laughs> yeah, it's like someone yeah. being like, "Give me money. You now owe me two fifty for your viewing experience." It's like, no, you don't do that. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, a turn off for me. You know, like not like. I mean, I've seen it, like, in somebody else's stream where, like, viewers, like, you know, for example, on Mixer, you know, like, one of the most popular games will be Fortnite, and then there'll mm -hmm. be viewers going to those streams that, oh, hey, can I play? You know, they're, they're trying to go into the streams oh. just to look for, just to look for games rather than, you know, mm -hmm. watching the person pl play, you know? That, that, that's kind of annoying, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> I know that. that. It's mm. very annoying. Mm -hmm. And uh, turn on as a viewer, you know, I would say, you know, like if I'm the streamer, you know, does their best to interact you know, with the viewers. Like if they like even if like, for example, like they have a they don't have a microphone or a webcam, but they do their best to talk in the chat. 
you know, like they have, they do some sort of effort to interact with the audience. That's if they don't have like a webcam or a microphone. But I would prefer if they do have that, you know, because it's easier to interact um, with the audience. So that would be yes. like a turn on for me. Turn off. Um, I mean, I do my best to watch um, um, people that aren't playing the popular games, even though some folks on my stream team do play Fortnite. But I'm just there, you know, to support them, not because of the game they're playing. Yeah. But yeah, like I guess someone that's like, like I don't know. That, I guess I would say like someone that you know, that's that's for like positivity, but like also like raging and like cussing every few seconds when they're frustrated. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mm. get that. Mm. You gotta like practice what you're what you're preaching in the rules, you know, like that mm -hmm. you set for for yourself and the viewers. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that'll be like my turn ons and turn offs. Um, but yeah, let me go into the responses. So the first response comes from uh, Dominero. He was on episode uh, twenty four. He says, I hate it when live streams take like an hour long break in the middle of streams. Like just turn off the stream and flip it back on instead of making viewers wait. Yeah, definitely. That's a that could be definitely Why? a turn off. <laughs> How is that a thing? Fact, I saw someone and that might have been more of a fail than trying to get like those hours on Twitch. But someone had a stream on Fortnite. And I, I was hosting him. So that's how I know knew about it because I'm in that uh, streamers connected group. And he basically said at the end of his Fortnite game, oh, yeah, I'm going, guys, bye. And he turns off his, well, he turns off the game and he walks out the room, turns off the lights. I, I, I was curious about it, so I stopped hosting him to let someone else take the place and I kept the stream up. That guy left it like on like that for eight hours straight and then came back. <laughs> he went to bed. He went sleeping and then he came back. It's like, hi guys, how are you doing? It's like, how yeah, welcome back. We're going to play some more Fortnite. Yeah. What did you do? Like, it's eight hours. Why did you leave it on? But oh yeah, like, gosh. even like for small breaks, it's like, oh guys, I'm going to take a, a tour to the bathroom. I'm going to make pizza and stuff. And he just leaves the stream on for an hour. That's useless. Don't waste bandwidth. People yeah, he could just that turn that to like an IRO stream, like record, like live stream himself making the pizza or something. That would, yeah, that would have been more like, interesting. Yeah. I just don't get why people are like, yeah, I want to stay live. Maybe it's for that, like, oh, Twitch needs to know how many hours I do to get that partner because I need to do X hours per week, I think, or per month for that partnership or affiliation. I don't know how it works on Mixer, sadly, because I, I haven't stepped in there. Right, all. I think they recently, like a while back, I think they changed their requirements for for partner. Before it was like, um, I don't remember. I think it has like a follower requirement or something, mm -hmm. but I think they changed it. Um, yeah, your account has to be two months. You have to have 2K followers. You have to stream 12 or more days a month. Um, you have yeah. to stream 25 or more hours a month, and then you got to follow the terms of service and the r rules of user conduct. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's pretty much that. Well, on Twitch, you have, like, the affiliate status, which is, like, minimum status, mm -hmm. where you're allowed to have, like, the subscription button and all that, which is interesting because, to me, it's just a way for Twitch to kind of take a hold on your content in a way, to be, like, you're exclusive to Twitch now. Because, for example, I can't upload a full live stream on Twitch uh, 24 hours be before 24 hours have passed from that broadcast on Twitch itself. But yeah, it's like I don't get why people take massive breaks midstream without like while leaving it on. So you just have like an open, you have a camera, the game that's just in the background, and just like why is that a thing? Just let someone like let the host flow in while you're gone. But yeah, mm, yeah, definitely. Another thing, like I try to make. Try not to make it a habit or like I have to like mute my mic every time like you know I do something or every time I like talk to my folks, and or, mm -hmm. and I have to like keep going back and forth like a break like one minute break I'm back and I have to take another like one minute break, and something like that sometimes I could be a little force of habit like if you know if I get like mm -hmm. multiple interruptions but you know that's something yeah. I have to resolve. Um, I mean myself so far I haven't streamed too long at, in a row besides for final fantasy 15 but that's like not a beast in itself but 
I hate going to bathroom breaks for it because I know that it's going to be very stressful because it's like, oh, I need to hurry up. I don't want to be like spending more than three minutes. So down, up, and then you see your viewer numbers just dropped or they stayed miraculously or everybody has a really weird discussion while you're gone. But it's like, don't do big breaks. If you really have to do something big, just stop your stream and say you'll right. be back. In an yeah, hour. I'm almost like 10 minutes to be like reasonable. Yeah, at most. Yeah. 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 Not like half an hour or, or an hour. Yeah, that's, nah. that's too much. That's to be like switched off. All right. If you like, you can read the next response of Panzu. Okay. So the second answer was from Sonoket. For me, the biggest impact of a stream is the streamer's ability to keep a running commentary that's topical and humorous. If you have a fun person, then I'll probably watch. It doesn't take much. That being said, I will immediately immediately turn off the stream. If you have a million little frames around your stream, donations, goals, donation of the month, favorite Gatorade flavor, because <laughs> it just breaks my immersion. Also, I'll shut off the stream if they have a hyper loud or annoying sub, donate, follow notifications. It just gets too tiring. And I definitely get that. Um, as myself, I, I have a friend of mine that's moderating for me uh, that told me a lot of times, like, yeah, before I had like a frame uh, because I didn't use a green screen. So I had a frame because that was cleaner. But on that, I had um, recent followers and recent bits, mm -hmm. I think, bits or donations. And he was like, yeah, the information that takes space and it's being way too redundant. Like at my scale, I'm not getting that many new followers and like donations at the same time. So you had the same three, four things passing through the whole stream. And he told me that. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think you're right. So I just had the frame. And now I even reverted back as having just me and the green screen that's like below. No one can see it because there's a, a wrap up, a mm -hmm. pull up. But. It's that, and then on the top right, it's like an event box with who's followed, donated bits, and et cetera. So they, it's like a very small information, and I do obviously have alerts because that's very much standard, with one being kind of loud and stretched out, which is for the subscription, because I don't have a lot of those happening. So Right. But even then, like I totally get the idea that you don't want to have everybody... Uh, like the screen crammed up even more when you don't have a green screen because you're covering up information and even with the yeah. green screen you will be so having something classic is pretty good but some people also like the opposite because they want to have a thing that's very professional and active but at mm, the same time right. there's a very like there's a big balance of people preferring yeah that's that be that. like a line like towards like mm -hmm. what looks professional yeah. or like what looks too crammed up like i had like people give me like positive feedback on my overlay because it's like I, like i said I'm trying to keep it like a minimalist kind of look like not mm -hmm. have too many things going on at once try to like keep things simple and not too complicated yeah so yeah that's 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 my style of things at least for me personally yeah um i'll go ahead and read the last response once again is from arneezy619 and he says Turn-ons are when someone subs to my channel, lol. Probably the turn-off is just being plain annoying. Annoying as, like, annoying viewer? I, yeah, he's saying it, like, in the perspective of um, of a streamer. So it's a turn-on mm -hmm. like, if he gets subs, you know, because yeah. he's an affiliate on Twitch. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, subscription is, like, you know, the pinnacle. It's like someone donated to me and... At the same time, you're kind of happy as well because if you have an emote, they start using it and maybe they'll use it on other streams and people like that. And it's like, huh, I wonder who has emotes. And then they, they might look and it's like, oh, that guy has emotes. And then they look. They, there's like a really weird micro chain of people using your emotes that might be beneficial for you, even though I'm not saying you're going to be like popular just because of that either. Mm -hmm, right. But yeah, like someone subscribing to you is really cool. Being it just with... For Twitch, uh, being just with the Prime, it's still amazing. Someone decided to use that Prime for you, and it's like it's like donations. People never expect. Well, when you start up, you don't expect people to give you money for it, and it's like an amazing feeling. It's it's not just amazing. It's kind of weird as well because you it's just something that you didn't imagine happening. That's kind of occurring, and you're like, how is that possible? And you have so many emotions and things you're trying to understand for yourself. Right. But yeah, and then for 
just annoying viewers. Did you ever have annoying viewers? I no, not really at all. No, like I always the people that always come to my streams on Mixer, you know, they've been you know like chill, you know, like lurking, you know, you know, positive in general. Yeah, I yeah. never really had anybody you know annoying to me on on Mixer. Yeah, for maybe me, like on Twitch, maybe on Twitch, but back when I was streaming yeah. on Twitch, but yeah. um, yeah, I still watch folks on on Twitch even though I don't stream mm -hmm. there anymore. And yeah. you know, I would I would watch the advertisements, you know, I would give them some bits. You know, that's what I do, you know, to support um the streamers, you know, that with um affiliate status. You know, there's some folks I watch and I just give them bits. Cities mm -hmm. so I can do, you know, yeah, to support cool. them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I get yeah, them for I've free from like... watching advertisements, so you know, my Oh well yeah, true. Yeah, 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 you do that. Yeah. For me though, I, I may have had like there are two types of annoying uh people. For me, it's oh, if they're like spamming one like just, oh, one bit, one bit, one bit just to trigger the notification or something. Yeah, that that that's that's <laughs> a weird one because mm. that's kind of annoying. But I didn't really have much of those. But another one that annoys me, but not to a point where I'm like very annoyed, but very slightly. The minimum is when people just write in all caps. I had that not that long ago. That person was just writing in all caps, and I didn't understand anything. It's like, why are you writing everything in all caps? It's just taking more. Yeah, either their caps lock is oh, broken yeah. or, you know, they're very excited. But sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like your, yeah. your stream bot, I'm sorry, the chat bot usually just like, um, like just deletes those messages automatically. Yeah. So it's just weird. And then the other yeah, one. Yeah, that just, bit thing. I, I saw that like on Brax's stream. Like, so they'll have like the jump scare. I mean, that's, that's another thing though, because uh, Moriarty and everybody was like, yeah, let, let's annoy him. And they were still friends, you know, friends of Brax's. So. There was a reason for them like getting spammed of like notifications. They kind of took the moment for it. But yeah, anyways, let's actually get into um, the question for this episode. I thought like the the previous question was pretty interesting, but unless you, you unless you have a specific question, I think we'll go with um, the question that I that I've, I shared with you earlier. Yeah, let's go with that. All right, so yeah, it's about time an episode where I come up with the question. Usually, my guests come up with the questions. <laughs> but I'm yeah, mm, yeah, my question to you folks for this episode of episode twenty six is: What does being a gamer mean to you? It, it's open to interpretation. So yeah, I'm looking forward to all sorts of different uh, responses, uh, perspectives, etc. Um, you can be sure to send um, your response on my email, moralchoosebusiness at gmail.com, or you can also contact me on Facebook or Twitter at Morals Podcast, and your responses will be read on the next episode. I know I already got like three responses this episode, but hopefully next time we'll get you know a bit more. <laughs> and yeah, with that said, that concludes episode 26 of Morals Podcast. Wow, I can't believe we're like under an hour. That's that's pretty rare. <laughs> but oh. yeah, I'd like to thank uh, Pantu Tank for once again for being my guest. You know, definitely check out um, his social media links, his Twitch channel, etc. Everything will be in the show notes. It was my pleasure to be here. Yeah, happy to have you back again, man. It was it was yeah, a thanks. pretty good discussion. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, with that said, I am Moral Truth, your host of Morals Podcast. Take care, have a great rest of your day, and let the morals be with you.